Hey guys, welcome in. This is uh, Nerds Sports Zone with John and Mike. We're actually in a bit of a name change because we feel like it sounds more professional, something better. Uh, we have a lot to discuss today in this week's edition of it, in this week's episode in the off-season style. Uh, we're going to be talking about contracts, as we did last week, but we're going to be talking about specific teams that made some very significant moves and maybe lost significant players as they as the week went on and it's still going on for agency has been crazy this year so the topics for today are going to be we're going to cover the patriots and bill belichick's spending spree we're going to talk we're going to cover the cardinals the Chargers, the vikings and the new orleans saints as they've had some fairly big news coming out um and then we're going to be talking about a few other things so with that being said we're going to jump right into it i'm going to go and uh so we're going to bring in john right now Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Thanks for. We ready? Good morning. I'm ready. Man, I'm, we got a lot to cover today. There's, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. How are you, man? I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited. We're here. We're here. We're live. We got coffee. We were up late. We got our coffee. Yes, we had a good time. Happy St. Paddy's Day if you're all still celebrating. Mm hmm. Or recovering. Or recovering. So. Let's just get right into the Patriots. What do you think? Man, first of all, the Patriots, like, I got a lot of Patriots friends, right? And uh, yeah. I'm, after that poor, poor season last year, they already kind of tossing in the towel. Look, the Patriots are back, ladies and gents. Bill Belichick has a plan, and he is spending money. He's like, this is not even my money. <laughs> Everyone can get it. Anybody can get this paycheck. Bill said he wanted uh, that that checkbook, and he went went. They didn't know how much he was going to spend, but after last season, he was like, uh, "I've had enough of uh, of this losing business." I think with two um, with two early pickups of tight ends on back to back days, it's it just gives me those feels of those Aaron Hernandez or Rob Gronkowski glory days of just yeah, running those sure. dual tight ends. Um, and I, I can't wait. You know, as much as I dislike them, I can't wait to see what they, they come up with. I agree. I'm not a Patriots fan, but, I mean, I think when they got punched in the mouth pretty good last year without Tom Brady being there and having a new quarterback in Cam Newton, and, and I think it was just a, is a learning curve. Like, Cam had his good games, and then he had his really rough ones too. So I think that this is going to be a better season for new england i don't know how much better it's going to be but we'll we'll get there there's a whole lot of moves that they made so do you think that the patriots are are trying to go back to like this two this two tight end set um and if you think that's what they're trying to go back to and that's they're going to use them do you think it's going to be effective that's the that's the thing like i don't know exactly what they're going to plan is but Mm -hmm. you got to think about it you got two beastie tight ends um, that can catch the ball, but even if you're running the ball with Cam Newton, those those two are some decent blockers. Where if, if Cam gets or the running back can get to the edge, it's it's a it's a, could be a powerful run game as well. I mean, tight ends are good blockers too, and I think that both the tight ends they sign, uh, you know, between Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith, are both very good blocking tight ends as well. The um, two best options. Right. I actually I was kind of surprised that uh, Kyle Rudolph wasn't in in the in the process of maybe going to New England, but I w- I'm wondering as a Vikings fan where he's going to go. So, yeah, I mean, at, at this point, I don't, you know, don't hold your breath. I mean, right. Bill Belichick could do anything right now. <laughs> I don't think he'll sign and three tight ends, but <laughs> just to bogart him, you know, just to hold them on and like, all right, we can deal one out. 
<laughs> so let's look at speaking of these tight ends and how they just got signed. Let's take a before we get into the the contracts. Uh, I pulled. I grabbed some. I snagged some graphics. Um, yeah. To, to, to talk about the Patriots a little bit. So if I cover you up on accident here, I apologize no. in advance. No worries. So cover me up. Let's go to uh, Patrick Chung. Uh, starting in the light of good news, there's always bad news. And last year, Patrick Chung, he actually retired. He 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 opted out of the twenty twenty of the twenty twenty season. He didn't want to play, mm-hmm. and now he has came back, and he said he's going to retire from the New England Patriots. He was one of their longtime safeties. He'd been with the team for a very for a long tenure. Um, so, do you think that this is going to affect the Patriots in any way, shape, or form? Given the fact that you know they just start made all these improvements to their offense, but now they just lost a guy like Patrick Chung, like Patrick Chung on defense. Um, I don't think that. I don't. I think Bill Belichick has a plan. Um, exactly. in I think with Patrick Chung too, you know, he kind of plans for. Patrick Chung has been there, what as long as I can remember, he's always been their dude, mm-hmm. uh, always part of their championship defenses, and it's not. I'm sure they've spoken about it in the off season. Like maybe he doesn't come back, and they address it in the free in the in the NFL draft. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. And there's also guys like like Anthony Harris that are still in the the free agency pool that. Um, as a Vikings fan, I don't want to see go, but they, he might be going. I, I, it's at least somewhere. If the Vikings leave, if the Vikings leave him as a free agent, then I do foresee him going somewhere. I don't see him coming back to Minnesota. But if they can find a way to get him, and re, and get him on a paid contract with all this cap space that they're trying to save, that we'll talk about later. Um, I do think that um, if they don't keep him, that Anthony Harris is a very realistic option. He's very experienced, and he's very quick, and he's very good. Um, yeah. But that's kind of where I'm at with that. So Patrick Chung retires from New England, so you think they're going to cover that in the draft? I do. I do think I, I either that or this, the free agency is still there. You can get anyone just to fill in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not stressing about that Patrick Chung retiring. If I'm a Patriots fan, I'm not stressing that either. You have to trust Bill Belichick. Yep. He, he will knows, come up with a plan. He knows what he's doing, it seems like, all the time. You know, even before he was with the Patriots, he was doing really well. So, um, yeah, I think that that's a, that's a good way to start. But now that we got the bad news for the Patriots out of the way, let's get into some of the good news. So, Bill Belichick, before we really even start naming people, I, I, I snagged a couple things here. Uh, so, the, the Patriots free agency spending spree, Bill Belichick has spent $146 million so far this offseason. He spent less than $400 million in the last 10 years combined, according to at Sharp Football. Bill Belichick spending in free agency prior 10 years, ID, total $359,886,620. First three hours of 2021, $146,000. spending his money. Mm-hmm. He's doing things he's never done before. Why Tom Brady left? He's buying. He's buying in. Yep. yep. And I mean, that, that. I think by them holding off for so long and actually not going out and, get, and buying a bunch of big names in the past 10, in, you know, the past 10 years amount of time, I think that it's super... 
interesting that now they have such a good cap space and it just shows you why that front office is so good at what they do because of the fact that they they have this money to spend and they have the ability to get these guys now so i think it's really interesting um so with that like being said i, I did steal a meme uh if you're watching the video of this ver or if you watch the the recording of it um i did steal a meme from this let's um, see it and it is right here I labeled it Bill's Spending Spree. It says, that's a nice free agency <laughs> class. It'd be a shame if someone signed most of the big names. <laughs> Good for him. You know, <laughs> Bill Belichick, go ahead. Don't count him out. It's, honestly, though, I mean, I, I Bill Belichick is a guy that does not like to lose. He doesn't even like to really answer questions about it when he when they lose. No. He, he says we're on to you know his famous line is we're on to Cincinnati. So we're on to Cincinnati. <clears throat> you know him and his cut sleeves and all, um, and maybe we're gonna see him do less commercials or or, or no commercials this year because I think that was like the first commercial Bill Belichick has really done in advertising a foot long. Uh yeah for Subway. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting to see. I was like, I don't remember seeing Bill Belichick even smile. Other, no, than, other, than, other than when he was in the Jets game and he... That's unheard of for me. ...pulled the shenanigans with the flag. <laughs> <laughs> um, while we're on the Pats here, uh, so let's start with the first guy that we talked about, and that was Jonu Smith. Jonu Smith signed a contract. I'm going to make this zoom and enhance this. Former tight end, former Titans tight end Jonu Smith reached an agreement with the Patriots on a four-year, fifty million dollar deal that includes thirty-one point two five point twenty-five million fully guaranteed per Adam Schefter. Fifty million dollars. Fifty million dollars for four years. So this sounds like they kind of want him a long time, and they want him to stick around. So, what are he's your only twenty-five years old. That's right. Yeah. Man is only twenty five years old, probably in his prime. Not even hit his prime yet. Mm-hmm. I think they will groom him to be an elite tight end. Uh, I mean, even just last year being on the Titans, you know, he was top tier tight end. Completely. I mean, did, um, did you ever did you ever have to play against him? Anyone that had? I him? think I think I had him. I think he was that sleeper pick that no one picked because mm-hmm. I didn't go Kelsey or or um, Kittle mm-hmm. or Kittle went down and then Johnny was still available. I think I picked him up at least in one of those leagues. Eight touchdowns um, for for a, who was the Tannehill offense with Derrick Henry. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, honestly, averaging when you gotta, ten when you got ten yards. Good. Yeah. So I and you know what the what the Patriots do with their tight ends? They uh, I mean you know what they can do with their tight ends at least. And who was their tight end from last year? Izzo. I don't even know. To yeah, be I don't. With you. Exactly. I'm not a you Titans don't... fan, so I should pay more attention to that. But I have no idea who their tight end was. No, it's fine. All I'm saying is, Jonu Smith is about to take. Uh, he's about to be a top tier tight end. He's not gonna be going round one or two. Um, if you can get him round three, though, I think it's a solid pickup. Absolutely. Yeah, I think he's gonna be a good pick to, for for any fantasy roster. I mean, he was incredible in. In, in fantasy last year, like, there was so mm-hmm. many games that, like, even if it, like, if you were in a PPR league where he was active and, like, somebody was getting the ball all the time, 
and it was and Johnny Smith was oftentimes in those last second touchdowns that you really didn't want to happen in fantasy. He happened to get a few of those on me. He, he happened to get it, and if your tight end went down, he was your solid pickup. Mm-hmm. He may have been always been hovering on the free agent market, but he's he was always a solid, good for at least one touchdown. You know, right. eight game, okay, eight touchdowns. Not it's not bad at all. Not at all. And going on to the next tight end, um, this one. Is the this is this is the tight end that I, this is the tight end that I had so I want to hear from what from you like we'll read the contract and then uh, we'll uh, hear what you have to say on let's read it out on your thoughts of this here. let me so see blow that up let me read that let's get to uh, this one here so pull can, that over a little so bit big so I can read it yeah it says you go you oh. can go ahead and read it all right. And New England strikes again. The Patriots are signing Chargers tight end Hunter Henry. Oh, I'm sorry, former Chargers tight end Hunter Henry to a three-year, $37.5 million deal, including $25 million guaranteed. $25 million, that's good. You know, free, uh, free agency's top two tight ends, Henry and Johnny Smith, wind up in New England. A duo. A duo threat. That's insane. Three years, $37.5 million. And Jonu Smith signed a four-year contract as well. So, like, both these guys are going to be in New England for a while if all things go well. Um, I thought it was super interesting, uh, like, seeing this and, like, knowing how much money they just paid in tight ends by themselves. Like, that's that's a lot. That's a lot of money to, to, like... Because fifty fifty million or about fifty five between the two, slightly around a hundred, slightly around a hundred million. Yeah, yeah, and guaranteed money, and just guaranteed money. That's it's hundred millions, a hundred millions an overshot, but it's 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 definitely just like right underneath that. Yeah, it's got to be around, yeah yeah fifty fifty sixty million. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, so I think I thought that was interesting, and I I wanted to, like. Why do you think Hunter Henry wanted to leave the Chargers, given the the kind of offense that was kind of starting to bloom in in L.A. with Justin Herbert? Do you think there's a reason why he wanted to leave, or like what? Happened? I mean, I, I think at 26 years old, you know, I mean, you, you want to get paid, and I don't think uh, Char- sorry, Chargers organization, mm-hmm. we're not known to pay our players. We just don't. We let them. We'll let them take the high road. Um, it sucks because we lost a lot of great players to that, and I think uh, if you saw that picture of Hunter Henry hugging Bill Belichick, shit, language. Jonathan. There's a there's a picture floating around the internet of him hu- uh, hugging Bill Belichick, and you just knew you just knew that uh, Bill Belichick wanted his little toy. Hunter Henry's a solid tight end. He is injury plagued with the Chargers. Maybe he was just looking for a fresh start. <laughs> You know, he's notorious for going down, missing part that of the season. True. That is true. Um, and it's okay. You know, he did his job here. We did what he could and definitely wasn't a title. Wasn't He's seen an AFC championship against the Patriots. But, hey, it'd be like that sometimes. Honestly, I mean, what do you – you can't really do anything about it. And it sucks when, like, you got a good player like that leave, like – even us as the Vikings were. Ex- Hang on one second. <laughs> Alright, that's enough. <laughs> um, 
it sucks as a Vikings fan seeing a guy like Kyle Rudolph go into free agency when he's been a, a part of this team for the last 10 years. But it's it's tough when you got guys like Irv Smith Jr. and Tyler Conklin all coming in and into their own, and they're younger and they're cheaper. And ultimately, when you get like when you get into an offense like that, you don't see them being utilized as much when they've been on the team, other than maybe for blocking or like late downs to try and push to get that extra two yards, you know. And that's yeah. really ultimately the like the purpose that they were giving Kyle Rudolph for the last year and a half or so or last two seasons um, was, okay, well, let's get him out and try and get an extension on here or uh, of the drive, or they would hit him on a deep ball very rarely in the last year and a half, a lot less than they used to. And one thing I can compliment Rudy on was always having just the best hands uh, at tight end. He he could he could catch anything that you threw his way, and that, and Kirk Cousins praised him for that a lot of times. Whenever he did get the ball to him, he he just made plays. Uh, so I appreciate what Kyle Rudolph did for us on our end too. So I understand what it's like losing. I understand what it's like to lose a, a tight end uh, from your team that that's been there for a while. Um, but. Trust the process, you know, just mm-hmm. on to the next one. And uh, We have um, a tight end coming in from the AFL, American Football League short-lived, and he had he had some great catches last season. Um, not many, but he can go deep. He can go up and get it. So uh, I trust that we develop him, and I think we'll be all right. Same with you guys. You know, I mm-hmm. think you got to trust your process, and whoever steps up to the next play is going to be your guy. Yeah, for sure. Um, so... We covered tight ends, so let's go over the wide receivers that the Patriots also signed. Um, they had some good signings of wide receiver, but I mean, it will it'll it'll start uh, it'll start some good good conversation about these two guys. So, Nelson Aguilar's contract. We'll start with Nelson Aguilar. Start with Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, Nelson Aguilar is. So, Patriots are giving former Raiders wide receiver Nelson Aguilar a two-year deal for $26 million per source. I don't know if there's any other incentives or guaranteed money in this contract. I This is all that Adam Schefter uh, tweeted about um, the, about the signing. It's just that he's going to be a Patriot for the next two years, give or take. So $26 million on the line. Let's start with this first. Do you think signing a guy like Nelson Aguilar is worth $26 million for two years? And the reason I ask that is because he has had, he's known for having a difficulty in trying to catch the ball in game-changing moments that we've seen yeah. over the past um, couple seasons, like when he was with Philadelphia, when he went, when he went over to... Uh, um, the Raiders. Do you think that this 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 is a good signing? That maybe he's gotten the butter off the gloves and and is going to start c- catching the balls. I don't think it's a bad signing. I don't think it's the worst. I do think um, what's his this is number sixteen million in guaranteed money um, with Nelson Aguilar. What's his contract? You said 25, 20? twenty five twenty. $26 million for two years. 20, $26 million. So what? It's like roughly $10 million, roughly $10 million plus a year. Right. He's he's not there. You know, he's not getting that $25, $30, $30 million that the tight ends are getting. 
is he a good plug and play? I think so. They're still getting Julian Edelman. Um, he can, you know, he can take the pressure off of. Um, he's still someone you have to cover one on one. He's still, he's still someone. He's not who I'm going to be trusting in in the end zone. Mm-hmm. That's just you know, that's just from proven from history in the playoffs. It's just he's he's going to be good. He's going to be yeah. good, but he. Dude, it's cheap. They got him for. I think they got him for a, a fair price. I would say it's a fair price that they gave Nelson Aguilar. Can he make more? Absolutely. Um, he's still young, twenty-seven, uh, and being around that culture might be good for him. You know, mm-hmm. they, yeah, they, they, uh, they called the, they called the Patriot way for a reason. And uh, I saw a statement that earlier this year saying that Tom Brady getting to the the Super Bowl again. Some of his teammates were saying about Tom Brady that he is the Patriot way. And um, having that kind of uh, culture in that in that organization, I think it'd be a good thing for Nelson Aguilar. Because I mean, he's been in, he's played in two really tough cities to play for now in in Philadelphia, and then he now he's played in uh, Oakland. Uh, well, now uh, Las Vegas, uh, the Raiders. Um, but he's played in some pretty tough environments and, and at wide receiver, and you know those fans don't forget those drops. No. Um, but what they don't remember is that this guy has also caught some pretty game-winning moments as well when he was called upon. Um, you can go, you can date that back to when they went to the Super Bowl, and he, I think he got a touchdown in the Super Bowl. That was like a pretty important drive. And last year there was a play that I, when I was watching the Eagles game because Carson was playing for them still, um, mm-hmm. there was a, a there was a catch that he had that it was in the back of the end zone and i think he caught the ball but then the referees said that he didn't um and i just completely disagree with the call um i thought there was a it was a good clean catch i thought that you couldn't have done any better um and it was it was really tough placement for the ball so nelson aguilar i think is like any other wide receiver it's just like he does he he does have a an issue with dropping balls when it matters but at the same time, I don't think that that's going to be an issue forever, especially when you go to a place like New England and have like and have, and have the coaching and the culture that New England has to offer, because it's a very successful organization in in the NFL. So you have coaching excellence over there, and if anyone can turn his career around, being at twenty seven, I think the Patriots can turn him into a winner. Um, change the mindset of him. At least it's it's all in the mind. He knows that the, his hands plague him. That's his storyline. Mm-hmm. But for what sixteen twenty mil, I think it's a fair it's a fair offer. Um, and Bill Bill knows he needs to spend that money. You know he needs he needs weapons, and maybe he fits the package that they need. Maybe he has a game plan for him. Yeah, it's completely diff- it's a completely new offense, um, and it looks it looks exciting. And I I honestly can't wait to see what they come up with. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to watch. And, and on top of it, you know the other argument that you can make to anyone that's gonna say this is a terrible signing is. Well, who else does the the Patriots have right now a wide receiver that isn't Julian Edelman? Well, mm-hmm. I mean that leads into the next guy that that they signed in Kendrick Bourne. Um, Kendrick Bourne. So Kendrick Bourne. Pull up his stats. It says, Just compare. The Patriots are not done, per Ian Rapport. They are signing. Wide receiver Kendrick Bourne, source said he gets a three he gets three years for twenty two and a half million dollars, and I don't think there's anything else on this graphic. Yeah, it's the same thing. Kendrick Bourne and the Patriots agreed to a three year deal for twenty two and a half million dollars. 
That's a very good deal, especially for a guy like Kendrick Bourne coming from the Niners. Um, he was really good there uh, in the moments that we got to see him be successful with the 49ers, and I think that going to going to the Patriots and lining up with Nelson Aguilar and Julian Edelman, I think it's going to be a really good dynamic in, in, in that group of wide receivers, let alone your tight ends that you have now. And Cam Newton is going to feast because we all know that Cam Newton has done well in offenses with tight ends, uh, especially in Carolina with Greg Wilson. So what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on on Kendrick Bourne? Again, you know it's just stacking the depth chart, and I honestly, there's so many free uh, free agents still wide receivers out there. I I wouldn't be surprised if they get one more. I wouldn't really? be surprised if they get one more really? off the free agent market. Kendrick Bourne, yeah, I just I feel like. The wider okay, so you have you have um, we just cover previous. Who was it previously? Oh, Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar. You got Kendrick Bourne. You have Julian Edelman. I mean, those are two still young, under thirty. Uh, you got Julian Edelman there. I wouldn't be surprised if you know Julian Edelman does take him under their wing and just show him the patriot way Mm -hmm. you know this is how we this is how we win over here and they expect excellence um maybe they pick up they still have the the big old freak to uh (laughs) what's his name not metcalf but the other one anyway they have a giant over there oh okay they have a giant um are you you thinking wide receiver yeah why don't you pull it up I'll pull it up right now, but I think they're you know even if they don't pick up a wide receiver in the um, in the free agency, maybe they'll pick it up in the draft. And I, I just know he's just a giant. Let me just pull it up. Sure. While you're pulling that up, who do you think um, of these four guys is going to be the most impactful to the to the to the Patriots offense? We're just talking uh, wide receivers. I still think um, I think these two wide receivers pressure off Edelman. Mm-hmm. I think Edelman will thrive in it. Yeah. Um, but if I think who's going to make immediate impact, you watch out for those tight ends. Yeah. They sure. love their tight end packages over there in New England, and they know how to use them. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going to go. I was thinking Johnny Smith is going to be a little more successful or more of a, a, a more more of a pain in someone's side than hunter henry because obviously we know hunter henry's capabilities and when it comes to like health wise so i do for, i don't wish an injury on anybody ever no matter who it is no. no matter no matter what they've done but like that does become kind of a health concern when you do sign up a player like hunter henry is can this guy stay healthy because i think for the past two seasons he's been pretty he's been pretty up. banged up yeah but given a healthy a healthy hunter henry mm-hmm it's going to be a deadly offense um, just because there's too many too, who you, down the middle, who you got to cover two of them, you know, right. John U. Smith and Hunter Henry and give if when he is healthy, he's a monster. He's reliable. He's deadly in the end zone in the red zone from a charter fan. You, they got a good one. They got a good one. Right. Um, so while we're still in the Patriots, uh, before we go to the next subject, we're going to pull up one of the defensive signings that these guys got, and they got a good one. I um, love their defense right now. Patriots just signed pass rusher Matt Judon in the late, in, in their latest offseason move. 
And I believe they got Kyle Van Noy as well. They just got their boys back. Oh, and Kyle Van Noy being previously with the Patriots. Yep. He's he already knows the system. He knows what Bill Belichick expects. He knows his he knows his assignment already off the bat. Um he always talks about the Patriots way in previous um in previous interviews with the Pat McAfee show, who I love. Um Kyle Van Noy is uh he is a Patriot, you know, Patriot at heart, so I think he's gonna fit right in. Right. Matthew Matthew Judon He's gonna be deadly. Was it he's a monster. Check out his stats. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, Matthew Judon has been really good, and I know that Van Noy has been really good. And when you're when you're familiar with the system, it's huge. And the other thing with that to be said is, um, do you think that Bill Belichick gets a little more enjoyment out of signing a player from free agency that you you can take away from uh, everyone else from everybody else that you have to play potentially two times a year in Baltimore? I mean. Realistically, I would think as a head coach, when you can pull a guy like Matthew Judon from their roster to yours, knowing how much, knowing how good he is at his position, I think I think it's got to be like feel good to be like, yeah, we got one from the Ravens. Oh, we got a good one. <laughs> we got a good one, and Judon's an all star, all star. Hundred percent. Um, thirty-two then, solo tackles last season. Let me see what else they got. Six sacks. And now he's a Patriot. And, you know, as a Baltimore Raven, I didn't think their defense was ever, in this last season, was ever, like, elite. Yeah. I never, like, I thought they had too many holes. And But when I do think of, like, Bill Belichick and his defensive mind, like, they know how to, he know, he knows how to make a defense, you know, he knows how to make a defense work. And Judon's a... Definitely an all-star with Van Noy back there. Mm-hmm. Who else do they still have? Dante Hightower coming back. Yep. Um, I think Gilmore's a free agent though, right? I think so. Gilmore is a free agent. If they can get him back, it's still a nasty defense. I'm not, and I'm not hundred percent sure on that, but I think he might be. I think he's still a free agent. Um but like I said, Bill Belichick's looking at his chops right now. He he's got the toys that he's wanted. More than this is almost looking like a, a Madden roster. Almost, when I yeah, say, a little bit. Like uh, when I say Madden roster, like there's a lot of talent on that defense where it's uh, you had to, some collusion going on in there. <laughs> it's like when you when the NFL sends a trade through and it's like automatic. It's an automatic no, but when you go into Madden and you do a trade. Then you're like, well, okay, we got it. You know, it's so funny how some of those trades go through on Madden, but they're supposed to be realistic to where they, like, it's it's just like the NFL. But, um, yeah, I agree. I think that this is starting to look like Bill Belichick's playing some franchise mode in real life here. He's getting yeah. some big names w- over there. <laughs> He's spreading it's going to be exciting. Around. It's going to be exciting to watch. And like I said, I'm not a Patriots fan. I just enjoy good football, and I know what Bill Belichick can do. And it's just exciting to watch. Yeah, I agree. And like, there's, there is some like weird trade discussion that in in uh, the app called Sports Me, which you guys should check out if you're listening. Uh, John, you should check it out as well. It's called- I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out today. So go to your app stores. Get what's called Sports Me. Um, Let's do it now. And basically, what happens is it's kind of like TikTok in a way, except you can start like. 
hashtag discussions of like certain topics and like these free agency articles keep coming through so if you're big into sports like we are then you can go ahead and join guys like robert johnson from run boys network who got me onto it and then you can join us in our conversations Hold the breaking news breaking news jared cook tie it in signs one year deal with the chargers i'll take it i'll take it <laughs> give um, me jared cook so if you want to talk about things like that Basically what happens is I record my portion of it and then you guys are responding with your own videos or your own comments and we give each other points uh, if we agree with them or if we don't. It's really fun. It's it's a game-changing app uh, that Robert got me on. Robert's actually going to be coming on Nerd Sports Zone with me and John. Uh, probably I'm going to try to get him next week. Uh, he's a really awesome guy from the Rum Boys Network, so he probably doesn't even know I'm saying this, but... Uh, I have been reaching out to him about trying about he he hasn't wanted to come on with us and hang out so. Awesome. What's that at one more time? It's called Sports Me. Sports Me. Yeah. Got you right now. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's Ooh. it's it's really really fun. Um, so, well, before we switch gears from the Patriots here, um, we will talk about one thing that I thought was interesting that was said before all these free agency deals were were done. Um, so Cam Newton was very upset with uh, the, the fans' reaction of him of him coming back and other teams not signing him when he was when he was a free agent for the time being this year before uh, Bill re-signed him and brought him back for one more year. Um, mm-hmm. It says, "I refuse to let them slip or sleep on. I refuse to let them slip or sleep on me." Twenty twenty one, Cam Newton sends a message to his doubters. Um, there. What are your thoughts on him saying a message like that to to people rather than just going out and playing football? Because there's some people out there that are like, okay, well, like, it's probably, me. It's probably not the right way to say it, but like nut up or shut up, you know, like what, yeah. you know, put like, leave it on the field type mentality where these guys have that. Some guys have that and you don't hear much from them, but some, oftentimes you do hear Cam Newton talk quite a bit when he's off the field. So. Cam Newton's a talker. Cam Newton's a talker. It's going to be the death of him for every conversation, but I, I'm with him. Like, I think I've like, I've said this before. You can't, you can't give a true testament of what last season was for the Patriots. Right so many missing parts so many missing pieces give this is the year to judge to judge him patriots fans this is the year that you can give him a fair assessment you talk your trash all you want he's still going to be your quarterback this season that's right um and i think bill belichick knows that you know how what an embarrassment last season was to the patriots and the patriots organization that you know even he has to show up he's going to put in the work mm-hmm. we all know that the patriots were were a fluke last season. Uh, they have to the, the organization is too strong to let that to let that carry on. Right. One one bad season is too many bad seasons over there. I, I like the I like the comment. I think that it puts a little fuel in his stomach in his stomach or on his butt. To, he knows to to play better this this year, and he knows that like if he doesn't play good this year. He's you, gone. You can He's tell gone. Quote, you know that he that's it's not going to be good. Like the results aren't going to be good if he has a if he has another bad season. And he, I think he he really believes he is better than thirty two other guys in this league. Um, 
that you know he wants to be on a team. So uh, he, he said, knows what it takes to win. He's been there. Yeah, he's been there. He just needs to get his groove back here. He he he's a good quarterback. Um, but I think Bill might try and rein him in and be like, all right, we we can't have you running around up and down the field anymore like you used to. Um, and they did lose an offense. They did lose their center uh, in Thule, uh to uh, another roster. I can't remember who was signing him. I did take a picture of that in the Discord. Off the, I'd have Chiefs. To check. The Chiefs, yeah. Chiefs um, picked him up. But, I mean, they can address that in the draft. But if they can get him some protection and Bill can get it in, hit into his skin to be like, hey, you need to like not go take all these hits. I mean, look look at how Tom Brady played after he got hurt, right. and he didn't take as many hits. He just went down. I think if that can be instilled into Cam, I think that he can have a good year. And I think that's why he's addressing it with all these uh, surrounding him with all these options. You know, sending him with young talent, monster tight ends, the protection in it on the front end and the line is going to be good, um, giving him a fair chance. So when he says, you know, it's time to nut up or shut up, and it's pretty much true, and I believe that. I don't know what the record was, but I think they're going to be competitive this season. Yeah, that's just what I believe. And I think they had a couple heartbreaker heartbreaker losses too last year. If I remember, if I remember correctly, if I remember correctly they were they were there was a couple pretty close games that they were in. There was a couple pretty close ones, and like I said, you give him some weapons. You have a defense that can play ball, that can you know give him a fair chance too. That defense is going to carry that their weight around. Right, it's going to be good. It's going to be a fair. Fair year to judge Cam Newton. Yeah, I agree. Well, let's transition over to some Arizona Cardinals talk. I don't have many articles. Uh, I couldn't find very many uh, graphics for this ones, but uh, I'll pull up what I got, and that is AJ Green. So let's talk about this team after we read this contract. Um, this is a really I interesting signing, and I wanted to hear what your thoughts were. This is from Adam Schefter. It says... Former, former Bengals wide oh, I'm sorry. Former no. Bengals wide receiver AJ Green is finalizing a one-year deal worth up to 8.5 million with the Arizona Cardinals. You know how I said about the Mad Madden and Bill Belichick. Well, this uh, offense is starting to look like a Madden squad too. So this is what I wanted to talk about because we in the sports me app we actually got into a, a pretty good discussion about AJ Green uh, with with him being signed by Arizona. Um, AJ Green is 32 years old. Um, that's not, that's not exactly prime pickings, not young, but at the same time, he's still really good. But what I want to get to here is I want to peel, peel the layers back of this offense a little bit and find the identity of the Arizona Cardinals here. Cause it's kind of like the Arizona Cardinals are known for being a team where like, it seems like everybody in their, their final years goes to finish up their career. But they seem to kind of be changing that dynamic right now that they have going on. I mean, I don't know what Larry Fitz's deal is, if he's going to stay or if he's going to retire, or if he's going to go somewhere else. I'm seeing rumors that he kind of wants to land in Minnesota, potentially. We'll talk about that later. Um, but who knows if he's going to get re-signed for, for, for a deal in Arizona. Um, but it's interesting signing A.J. Green because now the Arizona Cardinals have – AJ Green and they have DeAndre Hopkins and then they have and they got a young wide receiver in, in DeAndre Hopkins. They got a pretty uh, like veteran wide receiver in AJ Green, but then they got their younger running backs in Chase Edmonds. And there's a whole bunch of this team 
is not just older guys anymore. It's not just younger no. guys either. Do you think that's going to like do you think that there's a possibility that this team could find a way to do big things this year and see fireworks with the the strength of the strength of the young guys and like the wisdom of the old guys that are on offense and defense? Like do you think that is going to mesh well or how do you think that's going to go? I think it's going to mesh great. You know, I'm looking at it right now. Just two two young wide receivers in Christian Kirk and Isabella are also over there. Christian Kirk was a deep threat last year for them in um yeah, Christian Kirk. I didn't, and, I didn't think about him. You know, he's young and Isabella young. They can get open. What I like about having these wide receiver options is it just I'm a big believer in like pressure, right? You can't you can't put your best guy can't cover everybody. Right. You know, um, they have too many options. They have DeAndre Hopkins, who you sometimes you do need to double cover him. You do need to watch yeah. out where DeAndre Hopkins is at all times. You bring in AJ Green, he still has hands. He just doesn't have the speed he once had, but I still believe he's got hands. And I, with DeAndre Hopkins taking the pressure off number one, um, number one protection off of AJ Green, he's going to be so. AJ Green will have a comeback season. Yeah. I would I would love to see it, and then Christian Kirk, a deep threat. He's got speed. It's going to open things up for the the wide receiving core, and the running backs too. What running backs have we got over there right now? I know Chase Edmonds is one of them. Stud, stud in the war yeah, zone he, too. He was really good. Um, I'm not sure who the other one is. If you want to pull that roster up, um, yeah, right. I, no, I don't try. keep up with the Arizona Cardinals as much. I keep up with my Vikings, RB. but. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're right though. Chase Edmonds, they have Ken Kenyon Jake. Uh, Kenyon, Kenyon Drake, Drake, that's who it is. Yeah, he's good too. You know, and they're fast. I mean, you got and you have Kyler Murray. It's you yeah, have it's, Kyler Murray. It's it's a pretty quick offense when you think about it. And I mean, you get if you get those guys in there that are older and experienced, like that they know they have to double cover because like they know that those guys can bust open and run a route right. And maybe get to the end zone with it, like AJ Green has done to people before, and maybe DeAndre Hopkins has done to done to people before. It's difficult to stop that the entire the entire four quarters of of an NFL football game. So I do think, yeah, I think I think that this team can um, have some sparks. And we talked about it last week. Well, why would JJ Watt sign in Arizona? And clearly, there was a plan here. And I, I think. Maybe those players are told about him. This is who we're going to try and bring in as well and in that process. So I think that there was a reason. Um, but I'm excited to see what they do as a team with the young guys and the old guys. Um, but what I wanted to ask as well on AJ Green is, do you think that his health – as a as a football player with that turf toe, um, he's he's been dealing with turf toe for like two years now. Do you think that's gonna be? Do you think that's gonna be an issue this year? It can always, I mean, it can always be an option, but I hope not. You know, I really hope we give him a fair uh, a fair chance. I'm hoping for we see the AJ Green that we knew when he first came into the league, the young the young all star. The guy you had to watch at all times. I, I want to see that AJ Green. Give me like two seconds here. We'll take a quick pause. Yeah, no, no worries. But yeah, I think with AJ Green, AJ Green, DeAndre Hopkins, it's a it's a loaded offense with Kyler Murray throwing the ball, being able to run. You're gonna have to look to stop him. They gotta stay competitive too. That AF, uh, at that NFC West is loaded. You got 
You got Russell Wilson, the Seahawks, the Rams, the 49ers. They're just trying to compete. Look at that. Ooh, what you got there? So I'll go on about that Jared Cook signing from the Chargers. It's good. Jared Cook's reliable. He's consistently been in the top five uh, top five tight ends. I like it. All right. So what did I miss? What, what, what I miss here, Sauce? I was just going on about how uh, that the Arizona Cardinals do have to stay competitive, that the NFC West is, is a loaded division, and I don't blame them for bringing in a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. You know, even, even like I said, AJ Green's just, you can't, you can't count them out. Right. He still is who he is. You know what he can do. You know what he has been before. It, we're going to get an honest assessment of him this, uh, this coming season, and it's exciting to see. Yeah, I, I think, like I like how the Cardinals are trying to remain competitive, and it's a young team mixed with old heads, right? Like you said, mm-hmm. it's a young team though at heart, and they're gonna shine. They're gonna do great. I think they're gonna do. I think they're gonna have a good year. I think it's just it's gonna be really for them as a team. It's gonna have to be trying to dial in and focus on what they can do uh, together and how they can teach each other and like. Because there's new school football and there's old school football. And there's going to be things that the new guys can teach the old guys. And there's going to be things that the old guys can teach the new guys. Prime example, uh, if you watched the post-game interview of, or I think it was pre-game of the Super Bowl with Brady and Patrick Mahomes where they had like a little Zoom call. Uh, Tom Brady was so humble and polite about what he had to say about Patrick Mahomes. And he said, I'm too old to learn how to do that sidearm throw that he does. And, you know, that was so, it was so cool. Like, it was such a nice interview to actually, like, listen to and watch. And uh, I'm going to have to go back and watch that. It was, it was fun to watch. Like, he's like, he's like I, don't, I think I'm past my, past my point to learn stuff like that. Because <laughs> Patrick talked about learning from him. Um, so, with the Arizona Cardinals, do you think that they're going in the right direction as a team? Then that, is, that the vibe, is that the vibe I'm getting? Yeah, I like the direction they're heading. Um, you know, they're they're showing that you know they're not afraid to go out and get help. You know, they're they're willing to, you know, bring in these veterans to maybe show the young bloods how to, you know, see things differently, see things that they've already seen, show them their experience, um, and just leadership. Really, bringing in a veteran like AJ Green just brings experience, brings a sense of leadership. Um, it's someone these young wide receivers can look to for for answers. You know, it's a it's still a new game for them, and you have Larry Fitzgerald there that mentoring over them. Mm-hmm. I like I do like the direction that this Arizona Cardinals team is heading. But hey, let's trans. Let me let me set you up real quick. Let me transition over it. to the Vikings. All right, all right. We got Patrick Peterson leaving the Arizona Cardinals and heading mm-hmm. over. to to the Minnesota Vikings. How you feel about that? I got you. I, I love it. Uh, I think it's a great signing. Uh, so the Vikings, it, I, I did take that graphic of from Ian Rappaport. The Vikings are signing Pro Bowl cornerback Patrick Peterson to a one-year $10 million deal, source said. That's a steal. It's a steal. And I think that Patrick Peterson is near the later part of his career. And the Vikings are actually pretty known for having some older cornerbacks that are very reliable. But I think Mike Zimmer at times knows how to run a defense 95% of the time very well if he would accept the help that comes in uh, with the other portions of it. And signing a guy like Patrick Peterson, right now we need that. 
Our 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 cornerbacks are not very good. Um, they're not bad, but they're just young. Like we we passed up on a guy like Antoine Winfield Jr. and we picked up Justin Gladney, which I still don't know if that was the right decision per se. But uh, they're young and they they need they have time to improve. And I think that those cornerbacks and safeties can learn from these older guys that you that you sign like that. And I think that's really what his purpose is going to be because there is an incentive on his contract too, I believe. he There is a certain amount of guaranteed money um, if it's like over 95% play time on the season. And last year he played in 98% of the snaps. So, oh, wow. so there is some of it that's guaranteed money. Um, I like that. Going I, think it's a, I think it's a great deal for the Vikings. One year, 10 million. That doesn't hurt the that doesn't hurt the uh, the capital. You can still bring in more more talent to that team. I mean, as a I mean, as a Viking fan, what are your biggest addresses in this offseason that you want answered? Well, I think a lot of those are those are being handled right now. So, uh, my biggest target was some defensive tackles um, and some offensive line. And right now, we really haven't addressed the offensive line, which I think. Is eventually going to have to happen. But with that being said, um, the defensive tackles have more, more of them been covered. Michael Pierce is coming back, and he, he posted a workout video for the Vikings. Wow. That guy looks ready to go. Uh, for a man that big, I've never seen anyone that big move like that Like in his workouts. It was crazy watching him just jump around, toss the medicine ball. He's ready to play football. You can tell he's had a full year off um, and after opting out for last year. And then they just signed a another defensive tackle from the Giants. I'll pull him up. Uh, Dalvin Tomlinson signed a Vikings, signed a contract with the Vikings for two years at $22 million. $20 million is a total guarantee. $16 million is fully guaranteed. There's going to be a $15 million signing bonus with this and a $16 million first year. So it's a pretty good deal to get a guy like that, and he's super athletic. Um, and there are some crazy numbers that, like, it, once we get through all these graphics and these subjects, I can we can do those for, like, just for fun at the end of it. Um, but he is a very good signing. I thought it, it's... Having him, Michael Pierce, could almost be, and I don't want to say it to, like, jinx it, I think these guys could be kind of like another Williams wall that the Vikings haven't had for quite some time with the Williams brothers. Um, so and those guys didn't allow much through. But, like, they, there was some numbers that were majorly crunched for having both these guys on a defensive line or a defensive front, and, like, 98% of the snaps they were able to stuff the run. I think that's like one of the stats that was there for it. It's crazy. It was actually like really hard to believe, but it's true. So I I looked it up um, on those players' stats. So it was really interesting. I think that uh, the Vikings need to um, address the position of defensive end. They did sign Nick uh, Weigel from yeah, the from Chargers. Chargers, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Virgil. Nick, it says Nick Vigil. To one oh, year, Vigil. Yeah, yeah. To, to a one-year deal. I don't know wh- how much they, he got paid, but they signed him to a one-year deal. I think this might be kind of like a tryout year for him, too. 
because Anthony Barr uh, restructured um, his contract so to help the salary cap a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would make him a free agent going into 2022. So that means we have him for two more seasons. Um, but after that, I think this becomes an option. If Anthony Barr is too expensive and Nick can get the job done, then we have a guy that can fill that spot in and know the system. I think that's kind of where they're going to go with this. Um, I, I'm think, for, I think I'm, he's a good fill-in player. Yeah, I'm happy about it. And signing guys like Dalvin Tomlinson and Michael Pierce and, um, and Nick and, and Nick Weigel and all these other options, you know, releasing Shamar Stefan uh, and getting rid of him because, uh, you know, all I'll say about Shamar Stefan and Odenabo, uh at defensive end being rather upset that they, they don't seem like they're upset, but like on Twitter, Odenabo put something on his Twitter account saying that he's going to leave his sword in Minnesota. And to me, if you're feeling sorry that you didn't get to stick with the team or you get to stick around, here's my thoughts on this is your opportunity was not next season. Your, your opportunity was last season. Mm-hmm. When we had the COVID opt-outs and we had people decide they weren't going to play and we had people, people get hurt and we had people just, you know, not be able to be a part of the game or participate that was your opportunity to try and get a starting role. That was your time to prove yourself as a player and to take over and have that next man up mentality. Meanwhile, you go and have, you allow 35 plus points a game. So let's start there. And then on top of it, you can't get to the quarterback for the life of you, whether that's play calling or whether that's, you just can't get to the, the, to the, to the quarterback. I don't know what the problem is there. But I think Vikings had a, a significantly low amount of sacks last year. Um, that was your time to step up, and you proved that you couldn't step up and and when when the moment was big enough for you to do that and earn try and earn a starting spot. So for me, releasing guys like Shamar Stefan and Odenabo is nothing but the smartest choice that you have. Um, Daniil Hunter is now saying he's not going to sit out the season. He's going to try and figure out a contract with Minnesota. Uh, Dalvin Cook did the same thing last year, and I do I have a lot of belief in the front office of Minnesota to get things done with him, uh, to get to get Daniil Hunter on the same page as them and financially. So, um, yeah. what else before I move on from the Vikings? Yeah, Patrick Peterson signing. I thought that was good. Um, I think it's a steal, dude. I I just looked at the. New, I didn't know his numbers. I'm 100 percent sold on it though. Patrick Peterson is an elite. Oh yeah, he's elite stuck. defensive player. He brings a lot of wisdom. He he's seen a lot of different packages, offenses that can throw at him. He's he's, he's going to bring a lot of a uh, lot of help, a lot of help to that defense, just so, as far as wisdom and knowledge. So I'm going to transition for you a little bit here. All right. So you were, earlier you were talking about how the Chargers don't really pay guys a whole bunch of money, and you are correct in saying that. I, I do agree with you. But one I, one I wanted to bring up with you is what are your thoughts on the Chargers bringing in a guy like Corey Lindsay from Green Bay? Uh, I don't know what his contract was, but they signed him. But the Chargers were expected, before they actually signed him, were expected to make Corey Lindsay the NFL's highest-paid center. I like it. 
I just having a young quarterback and Justin Herbert. I don't want another uh, Andrew Luck situation or him just getting careened on the offense, you know, just getting destroyed. So we got to give him protection. We bring in another guard from Pittsburgh experience. Um, He, that Corey Lindsley uh, pickup, he joins Brian Bulaga. Oh yeah. They got chemistry already Yeah, coming from Green Bay. They both play for Green Bay. Yeah. They both played for Green Bay. They know they have, they already have a, uh, because our offensive line has been flaky. Injury prone, young, flaky. I don't think these guys are. Um, it sucks, dude. It honestly sucks. It's been the. It's been terrible. Offensive line has been a huge problem for us. So I'm glad we're addressing it. And even in the free agency, we're still looking to pick up some uh, some members to join. But I'm glad. I like the pickup. I'm glad we paid one. You know, and we still got other people we have to pay. You know, coming in the upcoming years. So. Uh, We'll make it work. We'll make it work. Who else has the Chargers signed right now? Like, or, and who have you thought is the the best option that they've got that, that they've gotten through free agency? So, in three notable off the top of my head. I know we got the two offensive line members, the guard, the the center. We picked up. We just picked up today, Jared Cook. Jared Cook for the that's tight a, end. That's that, a good sign. That's a good sign. You know, we lose Hunter Henry, but we get Jared Cook for cheap. Um, let me see. Sorry, my buddy texted us during the during the show, and I was just like, "Whoa, breaking news!" He had me shook. Jared Cook on a one year deal, and I'm happy with it. I'm happy with it. Good. Well, I'm glad. What? Any anything else? I would. We we lost Denzel Perryman. We lost a middle linebacker. We lost uh, outside linebacker and Nick Vigil, who was just you know he was a fill in. Yeah. So we got we definitely have some some more improvement to go. We're not there yet on defense. And I think that's the the story of any good team is staying healthy and unfortunately my team can't do it to save the life of us. We don't pay I mean like I said we don't pay. We let a lot of people walk off like Eric Weddle in the past. We um wide receivers, we let them walk. Tight ends uh it's just it's the plague of my organization. If you go to any Chargers fan forum which is probably a population of 10 <laughs> in any forum <laughs> it's uh it's quiet man we just we always get rid on about our organization not paying Come on, our players man. give yourself more credit a population of 10 Pop- man it's the few and the proud you guys got the few in the proud. stadiums our, we have a nice stadium i mean it's so funny <laughs> though like just the memes about it like oh it's good like, we can't even get people to our own home stadium but Things are on the move. People are going to start hopping in. We have a young offensive. We have a young team. A new offense with a, a new head coach. It's going to be a good year. I, I expect I expect greatness every year. And yeah. get sold short. But here, change, things are on the move. And like I'm happy. It. I'm happy. I like it. I think you guys got a good, got a really good quarterback in Justin Herbert. As long as you keep him upright, I think that you guys are going to be in a lot of games next year. And I think that... I'm gonna call it now, just because you know we're you know you know we're brothers and friends, uh, we're family here. Uh, I'm gonna family say here. just for you, they're gonna beat the they're gonna beat the Chiefs on one of the matchups. I like it. I I think so too. They're gonna come I back and be like, too. you know what? We were close enough last year. We're gonna beat them. We're gonna beat them this year. We're gonna beat them this year, and 
that's my biggest thing too is we have such a great young quarterback in Justin Herbert. I just we got to keep him healthy. We got to keep him upright. He showed we gotta up protect out of nowhere. Him. He's crazy good. He showed up out of nowhere. I couldn't believe how good he was when he actually just started. And I have friends who are Oregon Ducks fans. Like so, when they were all excited about him, I was like, "Well, I'm gonna kind of be excited about this guy playing." And I watched some games, and I was like, "Wow, he's actually really talented." Like they're not winning these games, but he is keeping them alive here. Yeah, he's he's good. Love the kid, young goat. Got yeah, my yeah. Harbor jersey ready for the for the season. Yeah, I gotta get a JJ jersey. There we go. Um, one thing I didn't mention uh, today um, is I'll, I'll I'll show my jersey here. I'm wearing my Adam Thielen jersey today. Um, just so you guys can see that. I'm wearing that today specifically because Adam Thielen and the Minnesota Vikings restructured saving. They made his like. I'm gonna. Make you disappear for a second. Okay, make me disappear. Um, let's see here. I saved it. There's a really cool picture that they had of it. <laughs> Those ones are funny. Um, so the Vikings and Adam and wide receiver Adam Thielen have agreed to a contract restructure. Uh, a very simple move. Ba- a very simple move. Base salary was converted to a signing bonus, and is done. In is done and has hit the books per league sources. This move has saved the Vikings over eight million dollars and drops the drops the wide receivers cap hit from thirteen point four hundred sixty eight to five point six hundred ninety eight million dollars for for twenty twenty one. That's crazy. I like it. Like that, that's that you is, gotta love it. That is a team move. So, Adam Thielen, you probably won't hear this. If you ever do, thank you for I'll, thank you for everything you do for Minnesota, being the homegrown athlete that you are, and and trying out. And but but more most importantly, thank you for being a guy that that uh, wants to be there and help the team out. Much appreciated from a fan. And clip. All right, we're gonna go ahead and send and that to him. All right. Clip. Yes. <laughs> I'm cool. We love that. I love that. You that's that's team player right there. We all, that's all you can ask for for that organization. Dude, that guy doesn't need to, but he did. Mm-hmm. He deserves every bit of what he gets paid and for him to restructure that shows he's he's here for. It. He's here to win. I mean, look and, at that. Look at some of the catches he makes. Like he, he like some of the guys that cover him say you can't cover him cuz like he's just always open somehow. <laughs> like I don't know if that's just him being a good wide receiver or if, you know, Kirk has been really good at throwing some dimes to him too, right, in the breadbasket where no one else is going to get that ball. So it's a timing thing, you know. Um, let's let's uh, let's let's transition to one team that I kind of sprung on you last minute. But we're going to talk about the Washington football team just for a couple of minutes. Yeah. Um, um, and the reason why is I got a little triggered in the Sports Me app. Uh Drunk Monkey, if you're listening, I want you to hear me loud and clear. So, Robert Johnson from Run Boys Network, he put a video up and he talked about how um, their day got really good as a Washington football team fan because they signed Curtis Samuel to um, 
the Washington to the Washington football team, and he talked mm-hmm. about how now they have Curtis Samuel, they have Scary Terry, they got Logan Thomas, they got Antonio Gibson, they yep. they have Taylor Heineke, and then this beautiful man got signed. Uh, Look at that beard, Ryan Fitzpatrick signs a he's reached an agreement with the from the Miami Dolphins to the Washington football team on a one year deal worth ten million dollars that could grow to twelve million dollars with incentives. I like Fit, it. It says that Fitzpatrick is expected to head to the camp as the starter, but there is gonna be a competition between him and Taylor Heineke. So what I want to talk about with this is when you when you've heard that the Washington football football team signed Fitzpatrick, did you think it was a good thing or a bad thing? I loved it. Loved it. I, I think, loved it too. I think that's the. I think that he is kind of like the epitome of that Washington football team. He's nitty gritty, you know. Yeah. You got Chase over there. Ron Rivera is a fighter. You know, you're down, but you're never out. Right. Uh, and Fitzpatrick, you know. Dude, the best backup quarterback in the league. Like I love. Like, he is just a. Tr- he's, he's a. He's good. He's good. He's good. He shows up when he needs to. He beats the teams he's not supposed to beat. I wish the Vikings had a backup as as dependable as him. Like, and I I don't think what the Dolphins did to him last year was fair. With, you know, the the Dolphins were hot, and then all of a sudden they put in Tua, and I was like, you know, I understand you drafted the guy, but like, why put in Tua when you're winning games? You're winning he's games. A journeyman. You're you're winning games with fits. Like, what are you doing here? And then it kind of like ruined their season in a way. Um, he was bummed out about that too. I mean, yeah. How yeah. could you not? How he could said, you he not? supported the kid. Like he was nothing yeah. but supportive to to Tua, and he's just a, he's a team guy. Like he, that's why he signed the contract that he signed. You know, ten twelve million dollars. He just wants to play football. Look, we got to get this guy into. Uh into the Pro Bowl just so he's eligible for the Hall of Fame. Heck yeah. Yep, that's, that's, we, that's going to happen this year. We owe it to him. They're going to vote him in this year. I guarantee you. Yeah, we, we got fans, it. Fans, if you We're don't gonna... do it, <laughs> I think we you're gotta... failing that man. We got to start it. We got to start it up. <laughs> well, let's do a hashtag on Twitter about it. Let's do it. Hashtag. Yeah, there's a, there's already hashtags out there. We'll get it going, man. We'll do it. It's, it's the Pro Bowl. Damn right. It's his last season. Um, also, I think... Like at the like for the Washington football team, I think they're sitting pretty at quarterback with Taylor Heineke just signing a deal. I think he's had like a two like a two year deal. That's pretty good. And then yeah. uh, now they have Fitz for one year, so I think that it is going to be a competition. I think it's going to be a healthy competition. Um, yeah, that's just who he is. Fitzpatrick is a like I said, he's a journeyman. He's yeah. not afraid to be that guy to take the young quarterbacks under their wings, show them the ropes teach him um mm-hmm. and i think the young quarterbacks will reach out to him taylor heineke will will enjoy having fitzpatrick right. just around you know just to lean on when times get rough i think it's a great i think it's a great signing i'm i'm stoked for the washington football team you know mm-hmm. they weren't much competition in their division last year i'm gonna be uh i'll be rooting for them well the craziest thing too like the reason why i brought this up was when they signed curtis samuel that's when robert did his video on sports me wanting to discuss the the subject with people and it was super interesting when i this guy was like calling curtis samuel a bum of a player and all these other like free agents that are getting signed like bums of players like guys that you can just move around and a lot of people were like oh well maybe they're just actually world class world-class athletes that are getting 
paid to play a game for a living versus us just talking about it for free, you know? And I thought that was really interesting. But ultimately, Curtis Samuel's going to be lining up with Scary Terry and Logan Thomas and Antonio Gibson. Uh, so there the sky's the limit for this offense as it seems to grow and get better so i like to hear someone say that like signing a guy like curtis samuel who's never had a thousand yards but you got to think of the company he's had around him he's had dj moore and robbie anderson christian mccaffrey christian mccaffrey and that's a lot of offense to spread the ball around with too and i mean the same thing could happen on washington football team i'm not going to deny that that could happen yeah but like that also makes you possibly win more games because the ball is being spread around a lot more. So like, if a guy doesn't have a season where he doesn't hit a thousand yards, sometimes it just means you're having a good season. Your your offense is successful and you're moving the ball around. That's all it means. That's all and, it means. And, and in some situations, like it's not ideal for those receiver stats. But I mean, I mean, if you're getting the job done, you're getting the job done. You know. I like it. Um. So yeah, I thought that was a very. I'm not on that app yet, but I'm going to give you that whoever's talked about that, the point. That's the point they get. So, so me and you have talked about Philadelphia, and that's why I brought that up was because, like, he's he's a Philadelphia Eagles fan. He's a, he's a nice guy. Like, I'm not ragging on Drunk Monkey. He's a really nice guy, actually. Um, but um, to me, for a fan to say that a player, signing a player like Curtis Samuel is, oh, well, he's just a guy. That's a very Philadelphia mentality thing to do. Well, if he's just, like, I brought up, I said, well, was Carson Wentz just a guy? Because last time I checked, your team didn't do anything to get him help at wide receiver and offensive line for the past two seasons when they were on third, third, second, third string practice squad guys. Like, so is Carson Wentz a disaster? That team, Philadelphia is a disaster right now. And I'm a former Philadelphia Eagles fan because Carson was there. So it's like, that team's a mess. It's yeah. like there's just a bunch like, of guys on that team. Just just a guy, yeah, just a guy. I I took that one to heart a little too much. I was like, that's that's ridiculous. Like to say that signing a guy like Curtis Samuel is just you're signing just a guy. Well, no, that guy's got signed for a reason. So, um, let's transition before I get angry. <laughs> uh, so, um. Side, sorry about getting sidetracked. Let's transition to just a guy named Drew Brees. Um, and this is going to lead into the final portions uh, of today's show. Okay. Um, so let's pull this up. Drew Brees retires, right? Mm-hmm. He comes out last week, retires, and I'll go ahead and read this, and then I'll let you read his stats. Okay, I'll pull so, that up. Drew Brees posted, after 20 years as a player in the NFL and 15 years as a Saint, it is time I retire from the game of football. Each day I poured my heart and soul into being your quarterback. Till the very end, I exhausted myself to give everything I had to the Saints organization, my team, and the great city of New Orleans. We shared some amazing moments together, many of which are emblazoned in our hearts and minds and will forever be a part of us. You have molded me, strengthened me, inspired me, and given me a lifetime of memories. My goal for the last 15 years was striving to give you everything you had given me and more. I am only retiring from playing football. I am not retiring from New Orleans. This is not goodbye, rather a new beginning. Now my real life's work begins. I love it. I, I thought that it. was a very like nice post that he could have put out for his fans. Losing your starting quarterback's tough. 
Um, for me, I think it's really awesome to see a guy that came into the league and almost got thrown away to the dumpster uh, pretty early on in his career. And then to go to New Orleans and have the, the career that he's had, you know, that's that's amazing. Um, so congrats to Drew Brees on retirement. Enjoy it. You've earned it. He's I, earned it. I may not like the team that you played for because I'm a Vikings fan, but, I mean, I can't tell you how many how many good shootouts our teams have had, and it's been fun watching you play. Just alone, dude. Just Drew Brees has always been competitive. He's He won that Super Bowl with them. Yep. Uh, he came from the Chargers, you know. It was before yeah. my time of being a Chargers fan, unfortunately. But the, I know the history of him leaving the Chargers, and mm-hmm. you know he left when nobody else, when nobody took a chance on him. But you got a new head coach over there in New Orleans, and Sean Payton. Sean Payton took a chance on him, and yeah. they won a championship. Right. It's it's just it's really cool to see um, him retiring and being so humble, and it, it, I think it broke every football fa- football fan's heart when he. Did that last look around? Bowed out. Yeah, dude, that was that's hard to watch. We look, yeah, we like Drew Brees. Big respects. He's not gone, uh, and this was interesting news. Drew Brees announced that at, that he will be joining the NBC Sports booth as a football analyst following NFL retirement. I love so it. We're gonna get to hear. We're gonna get, we're gonna get to hear his voice and see him on TV still for NBC Sports. Lucky us. I love quarterbacks in the anal- as the analysts. You yeah. know, spots when they're done with their career. Like, I'm enjoying Tony Romo. He's a wizard. <laughs> yeah, you know, okay, they've seen it all. Tony Romo, just he predicts it all before it happens. It's crazy. I thought it was funny yeah. that the Washington football team's head coach actually, like, thinks he's overrated, but it's like, well, he did, he, he has predicted quite a bit of plays that have happened before they happened. Yeah. Um, and the last thing on Drew Brees... Like before we go to like the final two portions of the Saints that are notable, uh, is I'm gonna let you read his stats off, or I'm not let. All you, right, I'm gonna have you read his stats off for for the viewers and listeners. Um, All right, go ahead. Is that the, Is that it right there? Yep. Let me pull that up. With his retirement, this is what Drew Brees has accomplished: eighty thousand plus yards, first all time. Whoa, that's a lot of first and all time. Hold on, I just got sidetracked. Sixty-seven point <laughs> seven completions, um, five hundred seventy-one touchdowns, second and all time. Seven thousand one hundred forty-two completed passes. That's the first. Wow. He leads that. One hundred twenty-three games with three hundred yards. Three hundred yards is not easy, ladies and gents. No. Um, Ninety-seven games with three touchdowns leads. Leads the leads the all-time list of five seasons with five thousand yards. That's insane. Where does he rank on the all-time for you? Um, I think he's he's first ballot. Oh yeah, first ballot. No doubt. Depending on who he gets put up against. uh, Yeah. Looking at those numbers, I mean, he's first, 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 second, first. You know, in everything, he's got to be a first, first ballot Hall of Famer. Right. If he's not, I mean, there better be a good reason why he's not. Because I think a lot of people get so lost in the debate of how many Super Bowl rings does some player have. Right. If, if that was the case, then half the people in the hall, half the people in the Hall of Fame wouldn't even be in there if you're going to go off of rings. You know. I mean, every year he's every year he's in the playoffs. He gets short snubbed. You know. 
you Sorry. get Stefan. Yeah, <laughs> take that. Take your hat off. Stefan Diggs did that. <laughs> Sorry, Drew. That was amazing, too. But, you know, we respect you, Reese. We take your hat off to him. He's definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer in my book. Yeah. And to sure. those who say you're not, you you know, you better give me some reason why he's not. Go eat a Snickers. <laughs> Go eat a Snickers. You're not. You're, you're hungry. <laughs> yeah. um, but every year, every year he's there. And, you know, he just gets the short end of the stick. You know, whether it's a bad play or a bad call, the dude is competitive. Dude, right. you would love to have him on your team. No Every, doubt. Everybody would. Hands down. No doubt. Would. Um, so leading into the final portion that we're going to talk about is um, we have, we're going to discuss these contracts that Taysom Hill signed and Jameis Winston signed relatively hey. days apart. Okay. So Jameis Winston reached an agreement on, per Adam Schefter, Jameis Winston reached an agreement to a one-year deal worth Here. up to $12 million for the Saints. Okay. Okay. So one year, twelve million, right? That's it. Check so, out this guy. So take that. Number, Go ahead. Take the. Take, Go ahead. Pull that up. Pull so, that other one up. So Taysom Hill, per Adam Schefter, Saints are restructuring quarterback Taysom Hill's contract to create a cap room. Details are great. It's a four-year, one hundred and forty million dollar contract extension, but all years are voidable. <laughs> It is a mechanism yep. to free up cap space for this year, per source. It saves the Saints over $7.5 million against the cap this year. Taysom Hill's contract numbers this year include a $9.686 million signing, signing bonus, bonus a $1.439 million guaranteed roster bonus, and a $1.034 million guaranteed base salary plus incentives. So... I think it's funny because a lot of people are saying that Taysom Hill got fleeced by the Saints <laughs> because he ultimately didn't get as much money as what all these other quarterbacks are getting. I yeah. don't, I don't think it's that at all coming on, on my end of it. I think it's the fact that he wanted to take a team-friendly deal to free up cap space. I think a lot of te- like players in the NFL are doing this now to try to like keep the teams together. Like Tom Brady just took a he just restructured his contract. Uh, he's still going to make a lot of money next year with incentives, like three hundred thirteen point five million for Tom Brady next year with just incentives. Um, but he restructured to keep the the rest of the team together. I think it saved like seventeen million dollars on their cap as a for the for the organization of the Bucks. Um, and I think they're still over cap. They still have to cut. You know, they still have cap space that they have to make. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where all the cap spaces are sitting at at the moment right now, but I know a lot's changed in just this week. Um, but yeah, I think that it's Taysom Hill taking a team-friendly deal. I think that he wants to be in New Orleans. He spent, I think, he spent all of his career in New Orleans. He's been yeah. kind of he's been kind of a gadget player. Um, what one interesting fact of this these both these guys signing contracts is. It's been it has been released that this is going to be a quarterback battle for the starting spot. So they're gonna make Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill compete for the spot. What are your I like thoughts? It. What are your thoughts on that? And who do you think is gonna be starting? I think uh, I do think Jameis Winston will be starting it. Taysom Hill is a great gadget quarterback. He's uh, I would I haven't seen enough of him just 
constantly back there to say he's you know he can lead a team he's a great gadget player one of the best i i love how he just can play any position he wants to play but um i do think Jameis winston he's i mean he did put up what fourth uh he threw for like 50 touchdowns or something the other season Mm -hmm. he has so he has the ability to he's a he has an arm he's young I think James Winston's gonna. T- it's his. It's his job. But I'm open. I'm open to Taysom Hill competing. You know, 140 million in. What do you call it? Temporary, allegedly 140. Right. It'll be th- interesting. I think it's a good thing that like, Sean Payton's not gonna just give the starting spot to one of these guys, because like, that would be very unfair to one or the other. I think right. you get two young guys that want the starting spot. You're gonna, you're gonna get your best foot their best football out of them by making them try to really earn that spot against each other but still be teammates and learn how to be in a quarterback room together and like lean on each other even if you get the starting or the backup spot um yeah, I mean, i'm excited i i think personally Taysom's gonna get it um I, I think that he he got the start when the last season was going on and drew was hurt mm-hmm. and did relatively well and I think that um, didn't Jameis have like one big touchdown play, like right at like his first pass? Yeah. Like, or was it an interception? <clears throat> no, I think it was a touchdown. Oh, well, I, I mean, I'm not watching Saints. It games, was a touch. But... It was a touchdown against his former team. It was against right. the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It was a huge touchdown pass, like against the Bucks. So I think that it's going to be interesting to see, but I do think Taysom's going to get the the spot. I like Taysom too. Like I said, he's he's something you have to account for. Like he line up anywhere. It's yeah. uh, Taysom Hill's a solid solid QB. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I what I'm feeling with it too. Um, let me see if there's anything notable um, that we that I missed on the Vikings and on the Chargers. Uh, so on the Vikings, it's saying that source says Mike Boone gets a two year. Two, gets a two-year, $2.6 million deal with the Broncos, including a $1.6 million signing bonus. So Mike Boone is leaving the Vikings. Um, hmm. uh, let's see here. This was kind of an interesting one to, to look at. Um, so this is the, the... This is the cap space fix they did for Kyle Rudolph. It says the Vikings opted to use a post-June 1st designation on Kyle Rudolph's release, spreading the dead money over 2021 and 2022. Minnesota will now pick up $7.9 million in cap space on June 2nd, useful for draft pick, draft pick signing slash in-season roster movement. So that was a big deal. Um, and then people were comparing cornerback contracts and prices and it says the Vikings have built a cornerback core of Patrick Peterson, Jeff Gladney, Mike Hughes, Cameron Dantzler, Harrison Hand, and Chris Boyd for a total of, for a total cost of eighteen point forty two million dollars in twenty twenty one. For comparison, the Bears cornerback Kyle Fuller has a cap charge of twenty million dollars by himself. Uh, so they talked about the value. We talked about Thielen getting his deal. Uh, the new defensive tackle at the Vikings sign and uh, Delvin Tomlinson. He is a three-time state champion wrestler as a high schooler yes. in Georgia. He finished with a career record of 144 and one. What a monster! He's stout. Um, 
just because it's funny and we'll, we'll show them. Um, there's a couple funny memes about if, if people heard that the Bears were were signing uh, Russell Wilson or working a trade. And they didn't. Uh, they, they guess they offered the trade to Chicago and it didn't go anywhere. And it says, Bears fans be like... Uh, it, he's playing... Uh, <laughs> he's playing Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Or no, Wheel, Wheel yeah. of Fortune. He's playing Wheel of Fortune. And he sees possibility of Russ Wilson. He says, I'd like to solve the puzzle. Russ Wilson is Andy Dalton. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Duped uh, again. The other Vikings one was uh, Chad Beebe has signed, has signed for the one-year minimum of $920,000 for the Vikings. So they're bringing Chad Beebe back at wide receiver. There is kind of a development going on that... Uh, where is it at? Larry Fitzgerald is eyeing Minnesota on his radar to go there. And if you didn't know, it's a kind of a fun fact that he was a ball boy for the Minnesota Vikings growing up. Pretty cool. So that'd be kind of cool to bring him, bring him home. Um, what else? What else? What else did we miss? Um, Carson Wentz is officially going to be wearing the number two. Yep. He's going to be number two. Perfect. Not eleven anymore, and I think one big thing that we that we'll probably cover more on next week is uh, is this story right here. It says graphic details shared in sexual assault lawsuit filed against Deshaun Watson. Now there's a lot of things coming from both sides of this. Um, Assemble. We don't we gotta let more develop on this one. We're not really sure what's going on. Uh, thank you for the raid, your average uh, bot, Frosty. I'm in the middle of a recording. I will go ahead and acknowledge that in a second. Thank you for the raid of six. Um, and I'll introduce, my, I'll, I'll introduce us to you guys. Hello there. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't want to touch base on that yet because we don't know anything. Uh, there's a lot of rumors saying that some of the accusations are coming from people that have ties to the Houston Texans organization. Clearly, oh, Desha- clearly, Deshaun Watson wants out of the Texans organization, and yeah. uh, people are saying they're trying to like slander him so he doesn't get signed somewhere else. Um, that I think I, I don't want to touch base on it until we get more information. But I did see that there was about three more women who have came out about it and saying that he he forced oral sex. So we don't know. That's. Uh, yeah, I, we'll we'll yep. touch on that when we know more. Um, if, yeah, if, if if we even know more, but so I think that if that is going on, that's definitely gonna affect Deshaun Watson's leverage. It definitely will. I think we just have to let more develop. Um, I don't know the facts on it, and I'm not talking yeah. allegedly uh, hearsay. So we'll let more develop on the story. We'll bring it. We'll bring it to you guys next time. I am an innocent until proven guilty person, so I, I I'm not gonna touch base on that as well. Uh, before so, bef- before we uh, take off though, I just want to know what free agent are you still uh, are you eager to see a final landing spot? Well, let, 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 let's preview a segment for people. Let's preview a segment to close out. Okay. Okay. So, Sauce, I John, I need you to think of who you want to come to your team. And you need to ask them to your team as if you were asking them to be your prom date. 
if you want. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Who is this still a notable free agent that I'd like to see on my team? Any, um, let's just for instance, okay. I know that Juju Smith Schuster's still there. Oh, yeah, okay. So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask him to be my prom date. Yeah, well, will you come to the Chargers with me? All right, how am I gonna present this? Juju, come on, man. You're from, you're from Long Beach. Come back home. We got a, we got a nice, uh, we got a nice package over here. We can go out, see the lights, the city lights. Imagine the Super Bowl in your home stadium, in your home city of L.A. It probably won't happen, but with the what ifs, Juju, come on. Come on home, man. <laughs> Would you go to prom? <laughs> Let's dance. Let's dance, baby. Let's dance. Juju likes to dance. Like... Juju likes to dance, and why not dance at home? That's right. Dance at home in your own in your own stadium in, in possibly home Super Bowl. What's better than that? Come on. Come on down. Okay, so the next thing I need you to do is I need you to dump. You know, uh, this segment is going to be called in the future when we're actually doing like our fantasy picks, uh, ads and drops. I need you to dump a player from the Chargers that you don't want there anymore. And the segment is called, It's Not Me, It's You. (laughs) Look, ownership. Thanos. Oh damn! You're going straight to the it's been, top. Uh, it's been a great ride, you know, but um, hey, it's just it's just not working out between between the two of us. Um, I hate to say it's uh, it's not you, it's me, but sir, I bid you good day. <laughs> you know, Buffalo's calling your name. You want to go back home, right? I got you a first class ticket out of here. We'll we'll be okay. Don't you worry. Don't 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 cry. It was a good. It was a good ride. Like I said, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not me. It's you. <laughs> uh, I'm. I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna ask someone to Minnesota here. Um, and for me, if I could have somebody in Minnesota right now, we just lost our running back, Mike Boone. Um, so who are the fr- who are the free agent running backs right now? Right now, off the top of my head, Phil Lindsay is a is a free agent. Ooh, he's good. Um, he's a good one. He's a good one. Of uh, another one is Mike Davis from the Chicago Bears. Also had a stint with the the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. Um, let's see. That's all I got so far for running backs. Free. I, I, how about offensive linemen? Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack is a free agent. Uh, often that's see, yeah, I would totally bring more offensive linemen to my team, but I don't know who Marlon Mack Marlon Mack got signed yesterday to a one-year deal. To the Colts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got. He, oh, he got brought back. Who, oh, good for him. Who are the single offensive linemen? Offensive linemen that are left. I know a lot of them have gone. Let's see. Let me give me a list. Give me a list. Oh, Russell Okung, the Carolina Panthers, Alejandro Villanueva. Ooh, I like that's what that. I want. Hey, Villanueva, uh, you know we're really lacking here. We we got good running backs. We got good receivers. We got a good offense. We had the fourth offense in the in the in the NFL last year. Top four offense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know this seems desperate, but we're in desperate times in Minnesota. Why don't you come on come on back to Minnesota with me? We can try and make this work. Please, please, oh, please come back to Minnesota with me. 
Please. He's on his way. Please. <laughs> say, say less, nerd. Say less, nerd. I'm on my way. <laughs> top, oh, I mean, to answer your question, though, top remaining running backs. So we got Chris Carson, yeah. James Conner. Oh, yeah, Chris Carson's free. Philip Lindsay, Leonard Fournette, Mike Davis, James White, Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley. That's a lot of big names. Yeah, there's a lot of big names still available. I don't want any of the big names, though. I want. Yeah, you're good. You got Dalvin Cook. Don't. Yeah, we got Dalvin announced. Yeah, you don't got to pay. We're solid. You don't got to pay anyone. Um, if I had to dump somebody, I'm gonna dump. Let's see here. Vikings offensive line was pretty bad last year, but I gotta think. Be choosing. I'm going to dump Mike Zimmer. I'm with it. Mike, uh, you've been a good coach. You've done a lot for our team. You've done a lot for uh, – you've turned you turned our team from a 30th-ranked 30th defense into a top-five defense for many years. You've done a lot for us. Uh, but here's the thing. You in the front office just don't listen when I'm when, when, when we're talking. When the, fan, the fans are talking, you don't listen to us. And I feel like we got to ask you to do things about like 15 times, if not more. And I don't know how many times I have to scream at the top of my lungs for you guys to go get some offensive linemen so our quarterback doesn't get hit anymore. But all you do is keep drafting cornerbacks. So this, it, it's you. It, it's not me. It's you. <laughs> you see your way out of this one, Mike Zimmer. Have a good day. I do love Mike Zimmer, though. I, I just... We'll see what he does. We'll see what he does this year. We'll see what he does this year, and then we'll we'll, we'll readdress the situation. It's toxic. There you go. <laughs> it's there you go. All right, so we're gonna close out. Um, Let's close out. All right, so we're gonna close out. Sauce, where can people find you? you guys can find me on twitch.tv forward slash the sauce. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, Instagram the sauce underscore. You spelled it right there. The X sauce. Um, we be on tonight if you guys are up up late playing uh not doing anything i'll be playing some Warzone. um thanks for having me on it was a great show yeah it was super fun man i'll talk to awesome. you i'll talk to you afterwards when we close out here yeah we're gonna you guys have a good day else. yeah all right all right y'all thanks for coming in thanks for the raid um i'm gonna just gonna stop the recording here in a minute um but for my socials, you can catch me at Twitter, at NerdAvenge. It's capital N, capital A. Uh, Instagram is TheAvengeNerd2020. Um, and then also, if you want this podcast or to listen to it or share it with your friends, um, you can go ahead and find it on Spotify, Anchor, and many other outlets. Um, there is a link on Anchor for it. If you look up Nerd Sports Zone with the sauce, you'll find the podcast right there. Um, but... Uh, I think I have a face. Nope, I got Facebook page is the Avengers HQ. The Avengers HQ on Facebook, Twitter is at NerdAvenge, Instagram is the Avengers Twenty Twenty. Also, go follow me at um, Sports Me in the Apple Store. Uh, you can get that app, and then you can join in on some of these some of these discussions as well. And if you want to join the Discord, if you're in the stream, you can go ahead and select that About Panels Discord and join in there um but thank you for listening and uh we'll be back next week thanks bye